You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Mark Medina. Happy to be involved. Sam Claiborne. Friday Scoop. And Tina Amini. Hi. And we've got a great show for you this week. It's the 555th episode wow. of Game Scoop. Nice, nice number. That's cool. That's if, the, uh, no 666, but what nope, did he Not do? the number of the beast. <laughs> yeah, it's the number of the beast minus 111. The number yeah. of the boost. Some fast what, math. 555 five is. Uh, we do have a great show for you this week. We're uh, uh, recording late in the week, so the episode's going to be coming in hot to you viewers and listeners at home. But we got to talk about a new Half-Life game, which is something I wasn't sure I would ever get to say <laughs> on the show. Not. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of a troll Half-Life game. Mm. Oh. No, no, it actually looks good. I'm we'll just joking. We'll get to it. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. But first... The uh, big topic I wanted to pose to you all, uh, now that all the big games of the year are out, mm-hmm. I've, had this, I've had this theory I've been working on all throughout 2019, and I think, uh, I think my theory has been proven to be true, which is that 2019 has not been a great year for games. <laughs> is it the worst of the decade? I don't know. 2014 was also pretty bad. That's what I, I looked at before mm, yeah. the show. Yeah. I'm so glad you looked. I think we've got another 2014 on our hands. Okay. Oh, that was the Dragon and Age Inquisition. I, I can tell you what it was, year. but yeah. the reason I think that Damon, I hope you noticed this too, is that mm. uh, both those years had disappointing things that we were excited about that ended up being disappointing. Mm. And I think that was Which like Which is a, also the theme of this year in a way. Exactly. Mm. Yep. It's exactly the same situation, I think. Because this year we had Anthem. It was that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh you had other ones. Other things. <laughs> I but I, I'm bringing well, up 2014. If you well, I have a different year. theme to, I feel that very, um, very in my heart and soul. Because uh, the second you said it, I was just like, yeah, I've been feeling yeah. that all, all year. And well, not all year lately. Um, and we're in the phase where we're looking at like game of the year mm-hmm. contenders. And 
it's it just seems like an off year for so mm-hmm. many reasons. And there were definitely some misses, mm-hmm. um, definitely some surprise standouts, but to a degree where like they were interesting, but a lot of games that were also good, but maybe forgettable because I had to kind of relook through yeah. the year of 2000. So you have different classifications for all the disappointments yeah. you experienced this year. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a That's list good. and there's some stars on them. All so. right, let's what, count what it down. The, wait, what do the stars mean? The stars mean something that was significant about their existence or launch. Okay. okay. So, for instance, uh, RE2 Remake. Yep. Um, that's an, Yeah, like an so older game. it started game. out strong. Yeah, it started yeah. out strong, but also, like, you know, it's it's an outlier because it's an older game, technically yeah, a speaking. Remake, it's a remake. Totally new. Yeah, sure. um, but it did start off really strong, uh, and um, there were games in between, like Apex Legends and DMC5 that I really liked. Mm-hmm. I love Division mm-hmm. 2, but everyone seemed to bounce off of it really mm-hmm. quickly, so there were these moments where games were just kind of ephemeral, mm-hmm. even the good ones. Um, Katana Zero, which is an indie game, so that's I think people like mm-hmm. yeah. didn't give it as much attention and then I did a little star for Outer Wilds because it just did something different and mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people are now forgetting about it in, I know, in yeah. the Game of the Year discussion. <laughs> well I know a lot of people liked Outer Wilds. I haven't actually haven't gotten to play that one yet but that one's supposed it's to be really, really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting because it's a different format to a game. Mm-hmm. Should I continue? Sure. Yeah why not? Um, my friend Pedro which everyone was That's really good. excited to leaning up to. And mm-hmm. then when it came out, um, man, I, some people played it. I played yeah, it. I That's really one of those ones it. where I saw it at E3 and I was like, this looks sick. Yeah. I still have never even like That's, really played it. Yeah. Oh. There's all these games where people are re- like, look at the gameplay footage are really excited about it. And then it launches. And I feel like it came out at a weird on. time. That's probably the case. Summer, right? It's an indie game whose title doesn't really tell you anything about it. Yeah, so that's a good point. It has that's that true. going against it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, right after that, um, Control. Which is uh, that was a highlight. Yes, that was a a huge highlight. But But also, it was a game that like we hadn't seen a great game from Remedy in a minute. So I think that was also there was a lot of this anticipation around that. Yeah. Also, critics liked it. That game has made no splash in the public. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess yeah, it didn't show up on any MPD list or anything. That's unusual. Like everybody in this office likes that game, is recommending (laughs) it to each other, and then like nobody is playing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I also wanted to point out uh, with Control. For me, the reason why 2019 has not been a great year is because it's uh, been lackluster for AAA single-player games. So, like, the year started out great with Resident Evil 2, but then it wasn't until Control that I feel like I got really what I was looking for. Yeah, Control, and then also Zelda came out at that same time. Seven months later, something like Mm -hmm. that. It's crazy. And then since then, maybe, like, Jedi Fallen Order, which we just played. And Outer Worlds, that's right. Those are both great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if you, we can continue on your list. Yeah. yeah, there's more. There's I put down Apple Arcade. I know that that you know that's not a, a horror gamer yeah. you know interest, but it is Tons a highlight. Of great games. It's just again, it doesn't it, the the narrative of 2019 isn't affected too much. Yeah. I think by the Apple Arcade launch, mm-hmm. it, maybe it should be. I think so. I mean, like you know. There are more streaming services now. We're, we're having that as a big topic of conversation on IGN all the time, especially the last few weeks. Um, there are more um, game subscription services, and mm-hmm. this feels like yet another. So it's definitely part of a trend. Yeah. So it's significant for 2019 in that uh, sense. And also with the golf and grindstone are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Highlights. That. And then Untitled Goose Game, mm-hmm. uh, a very unique experience. Again, critics love it. And then Ooh. it got it picked up, but not with people that like like traditional video games. It kind of picked up with like parents and the ephemera around gamers, which is a word I don't like to use very much, but that's, it's, it, it's interesting. the game. It was, it was <laughs> covered true. in like goofs. national goofs. media. Yeah. Goose goofs the game. Uh, that should have been the title for it instead, guys. That one did actually sell, at least on Switch. Right. It was doing really well. It was like at the top of the most downloaded games charts. You could make your own Goose game because they don't own the copyright on Goose, although we should get that. Let's, let's we should that. look into that. Uh, that uh, remind me to edit goofs. that part out of the podcast. So we remember <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of the Switch, Switch Lite. 
that came yeah, out this big year. Big hit. Big oh, yes. A console came out this year. <laughs> yeah. T- technically. Yeah. Technically. <laughs> a revision. Console revision. Yeah. 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 Link's Awakening. Another remake. Well, I wanted to bring up Stadia, but yeah. Yeah. but that's later in the year. Yeah, We're okay, at Link's okay. Awakening. Okay, at Link's Awakening, yeah. which is like, a, a real great game. Great, but also a remake, not mm-hmm. something yeah. new. That and exactly. Resident Evil Two, my two favorite games of the year, have mm-hmm. that in common now, yep. which, is, which yeah. is really strange. Mm-hmm. And then Outer Worlds following, um, fantastic. Which but is also we needed a Fallout. Kind we needed of an experience. A, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. but f- very samey feeling to Fallout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I really like After Party. I'm still playing through it. Yeah, I need to play that. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding, which was a diff- another Oof. one of those different experiences, Just very divisive. Very different. But people have mixed hey, feelings uh, here, about that one. Here's a scoop on that that we haven't really addressed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, a lot of people like that game. We've yes. talked about it a, a oh, bunch yeah. of things. Uh, but also, like, I can tell you, because we have tools to see what people care about out there, Death Stranding is not being played by a lot of people. I think that's yeah. really, really interesting. I think, well, it, it I think it's being talked about. It's being yeah. talked about and yeah. not played. It is mm-hmm. an exclusive, although it's an exclusive to the most popular mm-hmm. platform, but yeah. it is an exclusive, so all those people on PC can't play it yet. Yeah. It's coming to PC C- later. Compare that to a controversial game like Pokemon. Everybody's playing that game. Like You would not believe the volume of people interested in Pokemon compared to Death Stranding. It's mm. probably oh, yeah. you know 50 or 100 to 1. Uh, Mark, we talked about Death Stranding a lot in recent yep. episodes, but this is the first time in a few uh, minutes that you've been on. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Death Stranding? No, I'm thumbs up. Okay. I, I, I liked it. I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I like it. And the more videos I've paid for it, and I've made so many, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I did like this story and I, I totally understand it now. <laughs> um, no, I like it. Okay. You, I got a pitch. You skipped over Wait, my hold, game hold on, of the year. On. Before we do that, Borderlands can you listen yeah. to Tina, I have a reason. Sam, okay. and mm-hmm. Mark mm-hmm. talk about exactly what they felt about Death Stranding on our Death Stranding spoiler cast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically a game scoop where Damon is Max. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Damon, yeah. Damon's it was, real we tall. were like sitting exactly in this opposite position to yeah. where we're sitting now. Actually, yeah, no, but but Damon Max would have been here. The opposite mm-hmm. position yeah. to where we're sitting now. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun podcast to record. If you beat Death Stranding, you should watch it. It was yeah, fun. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, where are we on our I list? I cut him um, off. So <laughs> that's okay. I haven't played she, Luigi's Mansion yet. She said Mansion we're circling yet. back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Luigi's Mansion's on my Christmas list. Aw. That's great. I love that. <laughs> I plan to play it over the holidays because it is a yeah. good moment to just sit on the couch mm-hmm. while other people are talking and yeah. playing mm-hmm. that game. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, of course. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which, you know, no matter what you think of it, it's still a mainline um, console, that's, like yeah. you know, Switch console yeah. game, uh, Pokemon game. So that's Sold significant. Very well. Yeah, and then um, Shenmue 3, which no matter what happens of that review and our Oof. perspective on it, is still like this game that people never thought would come to fruition again, yeah. and now it exists, and they're saying they want to make Shenmue 4 and all the other episodes that are supposed mm-hmm. to follow. So our review isn't up yet? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, I, we got that one I late. I haven't so heard great things. <laughs> I, hear, I hear mixed things, uh, yeah. depending on you know who the reviewer is, of course, mm. since reviews are opinions. Sure. Um, I did skip over Borderlands 3 only because I personally didn't put a lot of time into it. And that's another one of those games where I was really looking forward to it for a very long time. And having this resurgence in the Borderlands series is really significant for Borderlands fans like us. But uh, I couldn't get into it as much and I need to give it a second shot but I know it's your game of the Same, game it's, but I know Mark loved it yeah I played over 100 hours of it I'm wow. level 50 I have a full Moe's shield build like I I loved that game it was yeah. the most fun I had playing game this year awesome. except for Mario 64 <laughs> this year still my game of the year <laughs> also just want to note I did skip over um, Call of Duty because I haven't played it yet Gears which I know you like and because I, I haven't played it yet and then uh, Sekiro also so Gears falls into like year. that kind of like expected uh I don't actually expect great things of Gears anymore, and so like I, it was, uh, it was better than I expected it to be. Hmm. Um, I think like ever since Gears Two, I've just not cared about the Gears games, and I've played them all. Mm-hmm. So Even I, Judgment, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one was really bad. 
really bad game. But I, I also know. don't think, I just think they're, they're so, so samey. And this one wasn't as samey, but uh, that didn't help it too much. It was just like, came and went. Mm-hmm. And then there um, were some bad, disappointing games of the year. Yeah. Like Anthem and mm-hmm. Crackdown 3. Oh yeah, Crackdown was, wow, I forgot. I, I played a I lot of Anthem. And I, I liked it until I got to the end and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And, and I don't know what it was. It was something about it. I liked playing it. And then the second I stopped, I was like, that was a bad game. <laughs> that, was, that was a real bad you game. Once you were out of the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. You, you really just like fly to a place and hit a button a bunch. Yep. There's just nothing yep. that happens. And then it tells you where to fly next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played a lot too. I probably played eight to 10 hours of it. That was mm. plenty for me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I want, Borderlands was a disappointment for me, um, but I was playing by myself. Mm. You know, I think you were probably playing co-op I played people. it entirely right. co-op with my so wife. It's like, oh, that's but really cool. Borderlands yeah. 2, I played the hell out of all by myself and mm. I had a blast, yeah. but I, I feel like they've, they, with 3, they leaned more into, it's really designed to be just, it's a co-op game. That's how mm. it's designed yeah. to be played. So like I play, I put probably 15 hours into it and I was just bored out of my mind. Yeah. That's I think, fair. yeah, I definitely think I would have enjoyed the experience had I had a companion, um, who wasn't my dear friend, Gary Witta, sorry, uh, because he just talks over the whole damn thing oh, and I can't no. hear anything. And he's like, what's going on in the story? I'm like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to find out. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Gary. <laughs> um, That's I think so funny. when we ask about like, you know, is 2019 going to be remembered as a good year for games or like, is it, you know, a good year overall? Like everything we've mentioned so far, I can't even pick out a game in there where I'm going to look back at this year and be like, oh, and that was the year this came out. It's just control. such a, it's such a flat yeah. year. Except for yeah. Control. I'll I, remember I, Control. I, I and Jedi, Fallen Order also. That, really? So no, Jedi, it, neither Jedi or Control well, really did much for me. Well, I, I, You're off the show. Con- right, control, right, I think right. a lot of people on staff agree with you. And then and then Jedi and Pokemon seem... Well, Pokemon's part of a long series, and I think Jedi is going to be part of a series. So I think we're going to be talking about the second game a lot when that comes out. Mm-hmm. Should, uh, it should be interesting. I, actually, you know what? I, I do take that back. I think Pokemon... Switch is a huge leap for that series. So just because I didn't play it doesn't mean that it's not like the game that we can look back on this year and be like, oh, wow, Pokemon is finally a big RPG on a console. That That's mm-hmm. something that people have been wanting for decades. Yeah. It yeah, was not true. disappointing for people. Part of the issue with the year is that there, I think there are fewer big games coming yeah. out than we're used to, especially in the fall season, right? Absolutely. Like it, was a, it was a quieter review season than we're usually used to. No Assassin's Creed, nothing, you know, uh, nothing in, of that caliber. The biggest Nintendo games that weren't you know, Pokemon, which doesn't quite count, were Luigi and Fire Emblem, which are not mm-hmm. and Mario Maker Two, yeah. which was just Again, an like, expansion to Mario Maker One. Yeah, yeah. just but not the big hitters. It, yeah. To me, when I when I think about like all the games that came out this year, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you'll like this game if you want X. You know, you'll like Death Stranding if you want to do this. If like you have nothing you else. Know, to play. Yeah, and it's like you'll like Borderlands if you have a friend to play with. You'll like yeah. you if know, you're a Outer Worlds if you like Fallout and yeah. want more mm-hmm. Fallout kind of deal. Yeah. Certainly some very, very good games released this year, but there's mm-hmm. nothing like like God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2, like mm-hmm. that's of that mm-hmm. caliber. Yeah. Basically, IGN didn't give out a single 10 this year. Do we not? What? Right? So that's, t- that's yeah, pretty telling. that's right. Well, on the game side, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if we give a movie. Joker. Yet. Joker. Oh, Joker. Yeah. Uh, I will say, And too. The Crown Season 3. <laughs> really? <laughs> we did. There you go. <laughs> I mean, sure. Um, it's also sort of representative because of E3 itself felt like such an amalgamation mm-hmm. of the sentiment in the biggest show of the year yeah. or what's usually the biggest show of the, the people, year, which was not the two big companies did not showing up at E3 was mm-hmm. like kind of 
you know, an early indication that maybe the fall season wasn't going to be great. And then also the fact that they didn't show their new consoles this year meant that we don't know what next year's fall season looks like, but we know what mm-hmm. spring looks like. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. 2020 looks, looks like a banger of year. Yeah. You know, usually there's like in the final year of a console's life, there's this uh, last final push of just incredible games all mm-hmm. coming out. And it looks like that's what 2020 is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's weird because yeah, spring is, you know, cyberpunk and final fantasy and last of us. But then it's like, we don't Animal know. Crossing, Half-Life. Yeah. Marvel's Half Avengers. Life. But it's like, yeah. we don't know what the fall is going to look like, but we do know we're getting two brand new consoles, so it's going to be fun. There'll be nothing to play on them. No matter, I mean, that could be true, but it's like, that I feel like it's still going to be... It's still, Death Stranding HDD. We're still going to be busy, is, is you might my be playing. Life. You might be playing Halo... Six. Oh, we'll be playing. Sorry, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite for sure. And then uh, maybe Ghost of Tsushima. I I think there'll be. You heard it here first. I think there'll be Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just missed this year, and they they, they do those two ones. Vikings. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the rumor. Heavily rumored to be. Well, Vikings Vikings use boats, so I'm in. Okay, there you go. You're a big boatman. I like the big boatman. Boat I like the. Mm. I'm a big boatman in, in in real life, and then also in, of course, Assassin's Creed Four. Mm. Black Flag, great game. So good, great game, yeah. great game. Boats mm-hmm. are just okay in the Odyssey. In Odyssey, yeah, mm. Mm. they're kind of hard. I kind of get my my butt handed to me a few times. Well, they're completely boats. different in Odyssey. Like the, the arrows are, are a little bit worse than cannons. I think mm. they're not like a ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> that like checks in out. four, yeah, you like out. have a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, speaking of some of these uh, big games from this year, uh, Sam and Tina have finished Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. And at the end of it, you guys are still thumbs up? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm still working my way through it. I'm still not quite there. I think I'm near the end, though. Uh, did you finish I, I, that one, Mark? I'm, I'm working my way through it. Okay. It but felt, no. um, without spoiling anything, of course, yep. um, it felt a little abrupt in a weird way. <laughs> and I came away thinking, like, that was a great experience, but I wish there were more planets that I could explore. <laughs> and they did more with the characters that are in the game. Yes, no yeah, the character is really cool. <laughs> I think, careful. I think it does this thing where it ramps up, and then it's just like as right when it's like peaking, you're thinking, like, "Oh, now the game is really going to open up, and it's going to be a, a lot of this for a little while." It mm-hmm. just kind of ends, mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of times that's a good thing. A lot of times it's like that's sure. just what you needed, and so what I need for this game to have is an additional set of exploration and cool things to do, which it has. If you want to put in that time, it just doesn't augment your character in like interesting ways. You're not going to yeah. get more powerful for it or anything like that. Yeah. It's not like Metroid in that way. Gotcha. <laughs> and then Sam, you started playing outer worlds. Me too. Oh, you too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What do you guys think? I really like it so far. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah. yeah our, uh, our video director, Jeremy did a video on how like uh, the best games of 2019 are this like style of comfort food gaming. Just mm-hmm. things we're familiar with things are just purely strictly fun. Um, and I totally see that with outer worlds. Uh, it feels like, you know, this RPG experience that we're very familiar with that I, yeah. I love indulging in. We both specced really heavily towards dialogue options. Mm-hmm. So, and I was not I, expecting them to like open up immediately with yeah. that being super useful, but I don't, I don't play games that way. So like, and this wasn't a coordinated thing. I was just like, Tina, I rolled a really weird character. I made it all, uh, you know, so, so every time there was a dialogue option for like science or math mm-hmm. or whatever, like mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to choose them this time mm-hmm. and I did it. And like, it starts right from the start. You get to have these really funny outcomes to conversations by yeah. having those little grayed out sections, not yeah, grayed out. Exactly. It makes me feel so good. I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm ne- usually... I've never spec that way in a fallout game. Yeah. yeah or, or for some really reason, any... out of worlds I did. And it's like, I get Same. to just, you did lo- too? Oh yeah, I get to lie to wow, everybody. Yeah. You get to do all sorts You're of stuff. You're one of those, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, I usually spec towards like health and damage, and you know, I, mm-hmm. I try to go towards like mage or warlock, whatever um, characters. So I'll spec towards like DPS in that realm yeah. too. But this time, for whatever reason, I was like, nope, I want to see the whole dialogue options mm-hmm. and manipulate the hell out of it. What people didn't tell me about this game, and and you know, I probably could have read a number of reviews that would have, but I didn't. And it's just, it, it is so Fallout that like oh, every yeah. single menu and button click and everything is from Fallout. I'm surprised that Bethesda mm-hmm. let another company publish it. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it's really funny. Like, I, you know, in Fallout, you're like, you can press every button in the controller. How do I put away my darn weapon? Like, I just can't figure that out. But <laughs> I know how to do that in Fallout. And it's the same in this. You hold yeah. X mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, that it just yep. puts it away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think that's really funny that they got away with that. <laughs> I do love that, actually. And I'm, I think it's funny that they got away with it as well. Because normally when you have, like, we get tons of press releases that are like, these developers that worked on, you know, Halo mm-hmm. 2. And now they've mm-hmm. branched off and they're doing this other game. And you expect maybe it's going to be the Halo they wanted to make with yeah. that they weren't exactly. allowed to make. But it's always just something completely new. Yeah. Or usually it's always it's something completely new. But in this case, it was definitely like, no, no, no. This is the Fallout 76 you wanted, you know, mm-hmm. or this is what you wanted out of Fallout 76. Yeah, it really, I didn't even think about comparing it to 76 also. Like, what a pleasure it is to jump into this Fallout-like and uh, have it just be so familiar and good. But it's also not familiar. It's also set in not a post-apocalypse. It's set yeah. in like a, a much, I mean, Fallout has pretty good humor sometimes, but it's dark mm. humor always. Mm-hmm. This game just has like general humor in it a lot. Oh yeah, the AI really humor cool. is great. Yeah, I great love the ship. Yeah. yeah. It's so mm. funny. She's great. Uh, Mark, have you finished Outerworlds? No. Okay. No. But you're I, a big Fallout man. I know. It's one of those things where, for better or for worse, when I'm covering a game, uh, I, I get like, entrenched in that so i've literally been playing nothing but death stranding for the past Mm -hmm. few weeks what about your marios Uh, and that's my comfort food when i need to not be delivering Mm -hmm. something uh and so and so then it what about a baby penguin i feel (laughs) yesterday (laughs) it's really good you can throw them off the edge there's a way to anyways um so now that death stranding is done now i'm like i'm like it's like a sigh of relief I get to like finish Jedi and play Outer Worlds and do all this fun stuff that now that I don't have to play this game anymore. <laughs> I love no. the feeling of finishing a game. Yeah. It feels like uh, you're making progress. Through That's why we all love Death Stranding because you have to finish it four times. <laughs> you sure do. What? Well, I'll be interested to, I'll be interested to hear what you think about uh, Outer Worlds, Mark. I know sure. you're such a big Fallout fan that you loved I, 76. I uh, did. <laughs> and you really love Fallout 4, which is very divisive in the Fallout community. I do well. like Fallout 4 a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I definitely want to play more. I'll report back. <laughs> All right. Um, I really liked Outer Worlds, too. I'll be, I'll, interested, I'll be interested to hear what you guys think as you play through it along, because as great as it is and as fall as it, it seems, it's definitely a more like modestly scoped game. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel as I, I'm big feeling or as that epic, I want that so much which is, right now. Maybe that's fine. But yeah. even uh, in terms of what you expect out of a video game, there isn't like a really big climactic push at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, it's sort of like this level all the way through, and then it's just over. Okay. So, you know, that's just cool. some comments. Uh, but let's talk about a big game that's coming in 2020. I thought we were going to talk about Stadia. No. What do you have to say about Stadia? We, our final review is up now. We got a six. This what is happening fun. with this music? It's so funny. <laughs> this is a rare game that has pause music. This is the pause music for Asterisk. Asterix. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that's uh, a Viking character well, from Europe. I, th- I think it might be like a, like a Greek mythology character. Are you sure it's Viking? Yeah, it's Viking. Okay. It's so basic. Uh, this is on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. 
That's cool. That's the pop. Ooh, it's getting really jazzy there. Uh, it's fine. We can move on. Half-Life Alex. Yes. Uh, the new VR Half-Life game uh, that was uh, sort of rumored earlier this week and then announced to be announced and then fully announced <laughs> yesterday <laughs> with a trailer. And uh, wow, it's just so crazy that we're getting a, a new full Half-Life game. Of course, it is a VR game, which has been a sticking point for some people. At mm-hmm. least it's on every VR platform. That's true. Yep. I've oh. actually shockingly seen every a PC. lot of... Every PC. Mm-hmm. That's right, one. not on PS4, VR. Um, I feel like I've seen, I haven't seen a lot of backlash to the VR mm-hmm. thing, which I would have expected. And I think that might be because A, it's sitting in between the, the storyline, so it's between one and two. Prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, B, they mentioned um, that, uh, like, Valve kind of officially commented to us, actually, that uh, the campaign would be around the scope of two, which is about, what was it, like 10 to 15 like hours, 12, something? 15, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think that kind of, that along the side of the trailer also shows, like, here are all the enemies that you recall and kind of weapons that you may recall and characters that you recall and the story, the world, the setting. Yep. So it seems, like, really faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the gameplay is anything like Robo Recall, then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, do you guys remember that game? Yeah, of course. Wait, is I that really VR like game? That. Yeah. I just I mess up robots in the street. I think I'm, you did play it because we had it hooked up at our desk and it was the one where you, like, kind of swap It's more like around. demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah demo feeling because it's really small it's the it's one of the few i don't love vr games that's just a personal thing um but i love this one because it felt really cool like you reloaded by throwing your hands back like Mm. just cool and it had kind of like force pushy type things where things were just flying off of you Mm. i think this what this indicates to me and like i i haven't played fall or uh, half-life games in so long but i really liked my time with them and i never got you know and then there was the portal games which i love but this is a game that like looks like it's implying that there's going to be more half-life games too because Mm -hmm. it is an alex game and it's not three but mm-hmm. it, they made a whole game and it's done mm-hmm. like, i mean yeah jeff keely coming beat it. march march 20, march 20, march 20, 20, 20. Yeah. yeah and so like it's just, it just it, it blows my mind like what else is going on behind the scenes right now yeah. well they're also yep. making it an even bigger experience because there's gonna be mod support right at launch mm-hmm. allegedly so that means people will be making levels of their own and yeah. you can spend lots of time they'll in it. just be lightsabers <laughs> mm-hmm. sure yeah. sure uh, pink ponchos too I remember we were talking in the office the day before they announced it and we were like, are people going to care? Like there was a few people Mm -hmm. in the office that are like, nobody's going to care. Half-Life 2 came out in 2005. Like nobody cares anymore. And clearly people care. Yeah. Um, I I like that they're not calling it a VR experience. Mm. Experience (laughs) seems small. Like Mm -hmm. let's try the gravity gun. Okay. That was fun. The game's over. I, I like that it's familiar characters and it's, and it's a full length game. They're yeah. specifically framing it as a very ambitious scope for a VR game. So it, mm. I mean, it's definitely developed as a VR game first. Um, but mm-hmm. that phrasing to me and that dedication to the storyline to me tells me they're trying for not like a VR spinoff, but a, just a VR that just happens to be the format that they're using for this next yep. half-life game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that positioning marketing messaging and also development, um, should it prove to uh, match up to those things is the way to go clearly for to gain people's interest. Is there mm. an example of that like 15 hour first party AAA developed game that is in our VR so far? Like I just that think is that in this, VR? Yeah, I, I think this think. is an interesting thing yeah. to happen just mm. on that face value. Well, especially because mm. people are thinking like is VR just this gimmicky thing and mm. you're going to have the robo recalls of the world? Yeah, everybody makes their yeah. experience or their two hour game yeah. and nobody's yeah. done this like big 15 yeah. hour it's thing. Like, Super yeah. Lucky's Tale was kind of like well, that, that when there it was, was Resident Evil launch. 7 but, but it was 
most yeah. people, most most people yeah. played it yeah. normally. But that was yeah. VR support rather than a VR game. Exactly. Right, right. Like, but the game is fully playable in VR. Yeah. Like yeah. it is a like full you length know, game. You shouldn't, but that's Damon and I are looking forward to this mod for Half-Life Alex, which will make it just not VR. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, that's true. I'll wear a thing on my face. It's just like it's a lot I'll wear for a thing 15 on my hours. Face. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So I have to borrow them from the office too. It's going to be kind of grimy. Mm-hmm. I thought that the trailer looked very cool, but like the big question for me is, uh, you know, how how do you handle the actual like traversal in a, in a VR yeah. game? Cause like With a barf bag. Yeah. So like <laughs> traditionally in half-life games are sort of linear level based. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're moving through these environments, mm-hmm. these spaces a lot. And that's a lot harder to do in VR. That's the worst. It's like, how do you turn around? VR. How do you turn around 360 degrees? That's, that's tough to figure out. And mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it in resident evil seven actually. I mean, yeah. yeah. I forget. <laughs> um, Do you remember well, in early all, VR where they had that like kind of like throw the token down and go to it jumps? Yeah. yeah that yeah. Actually, works for yeah. me as opposed to floating over the ground. Yeah. I get sick when I float over the so ground. So that's why they developed that. Because um, yeah. obviously early VR, there were a lot of problems um, like with eye tracking and whatnot, like or with the tracking in general. It was just making a lot of people nauseated. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trover Saves the Universe does this as well um, where they you just click to a point and you kind of teleport there. Mm-hmm. Robo Recall yeah. did the same thing. And that just makes the experience easier. I don't love it because I like to feel like I'm moving through mm-hmm. a world, especially yeah. if I'm playing as a you know, person. Um, so it kind of takes me out of the experience, but it does help with that. So I mm. imagine it could be the same, but if mm. it's valve and they're promising it to be this big, ambitious new VR style game, maybe it's something different. For that me, doesn't it does, it doesn't like matter how good the VR is going to be. If I'm sitting down and my brain is feeling like it's moving through space, I'm going to get some sort of disorientation effect. Yeah. And it's, and I don't know why that is like, it's I, a medical science <laughs> thing. <laughs> I forget the name of it. It's get, like a disassociative Tina is saying, go to the doctor. <laughs> Of a serious no, condition. It's a medical condition, Sam. It's a normal thing that everyone experiences when your brain doesn't feel like if you're dropping, if you fall off a building yeah. in VR, mm-hmm. but your body isn't feeling that same mm-hmm. um, that same kind of experience, then it's it's this disassociative thing in your brain and you, it freaks you out and it's telling you like something's wrong. It's the same thing that happens when you have that dream where you're, we're just starting to have the dream and you wake up from it because it's like you hit a wall or fall off a cliff mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that and it jerks yeah. you awake. Yeah, for sure. It's just you're not set up for that. I don't know how that we're going to be able to get around that. I, I think my bigger problem is when I want to play a game, I can kind of like, all right, get home from work, eat dinner, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to put my headphones on. You do what you're going to do. I know. But it's like, give me the living room. The you know, I, yeah. I, feel, I, feel like, yeah, I feel like I need to book time. All right, throw the cat in the back room. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, if, yeah, I don't know what you do if you have an infant yeah. kid. Right. That's that you can't right. just like, all right, you just play in the corner. <laughs> I'm going into my VR half-life world. <laughs> but that's the dystopia we're aiming at. Yeah, yeah, no. true. Just puke everywhere. Uh, Babies unfed. Listeners and viewers, if you haven't watched kicked. the trailer yet, I suggest you watch the trailer. It's very cool. But what it, it looks odd just seeing these floating hands in the environment. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a these, common VR the, thing. Now. The gravity hands, the gravity gloves are sort of this this new mechanic that's like mm-hmm. the main gameplay mechanic of, uh, of the game, I believe. Why? Well, Gravity gloves. Yes, gravity, the gravity gloves. The gravity Tom, gloves. You stole that from Tom. I'm gravity giving him credit right now. <laughs> oh. It was pretty Tom. good. Yeah. So it, it, it looks cool. That you can like really uh, like intricately move uh, mm-hmm. clutter around on like a cluttered shelf yeah. to mm-hmm. sort of like give give your character Look space. Look how excited he is about moving <laughs> clutter. I think that looks cool because you can like if you're like hiding from an enemy, you can like very carefully move things uh-huh. out of the way so you can see them. Yeah. Well, but it ends up looking weird just seeing. These I didn't think hands. of it that way. Yeah. I thought it was like to look for loot. Well, that too. You think you but can be like in the bushes and peek out? That would yeah. be super cool. That, that's kind of what I Bing. got from it. Yeah. yeah. That's like the Half-Life thing, like yeah. physics, yeah. Havoc, yeah. Havoc, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like things falling, things right. feeling natural. Mm-hmm. So, 
They got to do yeah. it in VR. Also, the gloves show your um, is basically se- secondary yeah, to your UI, health, and, yeah, yeah. health yeah. and uh, some smart. other stuff. I mean, maybe probably this is secretly a Rayman game. Probably not, though. <laughs> I don't know those hands. <laughs> <laughs> no arms. You can't spell Rayman or Half Life Alex without a Y. Wait, wait. So Half Life Alex does not have an R in it, so it can't be an anagram. Darn it. <laughs> We're so close, though. So close. So glad we figured that <laughs> I out. Almost We're had almost it. there. I almost had it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Half-Life is spelled with a, a hyphen, and Rayman is also spelled with a hyphen, but it's an, it's an invisible hyphen. So yeah. It's a yeah. silent hyphen. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> These are um, invisible limb jokes. If Half-Life- you've never played a Rayman game, Rayman doesn't have limbs. We can keep nope. on going into this. We can delve deeper if you want. He Half- just has hands and feet. Half-Life Alex is out next <laughs> March 2020. It'll be interesting to see how that shapes up. I don't know. It's it's free on Valve Index, which is pretty interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. It's free on Valve Index, their VR platform. Mm. Uh, let's check in with listeners. Hi, F zero, F zero. <laughs> this is a fan out in Georgia named Brandon. Says, what's up, everybody? I've been gaming a while now. I'm 44 next week. My first console was an Atari 2600, and I've owned and played pretty much everything in between since then. I I thought to myself, self, why not email those folks at GameScoop this month? I've been listening since, well, for a long time. So it's about time. My question is this. What happens to the old games you find individuals review? Is there just a room stacked with tons of discs that were once reviewed? (laughs) I've been wanting to get Uh. (laughs) Jedi Fallen Order on uh, PS4, which should be called JFO, by the way. Hmm. And I'd love to purchase your review copy along with the reviewer's signature and score on the disc. I think it would be awesome. You don't want Dan Stapleton's signature. Well, first off, happy birthday, Brandon. This is such a boring answer. Such a boring answer. What's your boring answer? The answer is... The answer is, yes, it used to be Xbox 360 and PS3, tons. Well, even before that, going back to GameCube and PS2 and Xbox One. There's a very simple answer on why we can't give you our review copy. And that is... We don't get physical copies anymore. We get review codes. We get codes. I mean, we get physical copies, too, because we have a library that we share with our staff, but they are the review. But they're not the review. It's not the one that we used to play. I I remember we got one physical copy that it was like, here, this is the copy for for the gameplay team to do your work on, and it was Contra Rogue Core, and it is still sealed and Mm. on my desk. We have hard copies of stuff that usually comes after launch. No, I'm yeah. talking about like yeah. this is what they sent us for review. Um, it was a hard copy. That's the case for Shenmue. We had a hard mm-hmm. copy. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we and, and it was hand delivered. Um, we have a, um, a interesting situation where we have to sometimes get games so the staff can play them in our library now. So sometimes well, I'll make a run to GameStop <clears throat> and pick up a bunch of like <clears throat> games that I think the people should play mm-hmm. because a bunch of people have played them already and the codes have went out, but we just need one that like can kind of go around and be checked out and things Does like that. Does it suck that the GameStop <clears throat> on market closed down? Yes, it does suck. <laughs> like, because that is, are there any else It was the worst, it was the proximity? most Isley of San Francisco to go there. It was so <laughs> sure. bad. It was just scum and villainy. And, and that, that GameStop, you'd get in line and every single person ahead of you would have a, a prolonged conversation about video games with the clerk. And the clerks were fine with it. I'm sure they And yeah. I'd be there like Smash Brothers launch day. For both day. the customers and the clerks, that's probably the only time that they get to interact. I know. Really like and now it's like yeah. the take that's kind of sad about it. And like I'm, ha- I'm kind of happy that GameStop is a place that people can go nerd mm-hmm. out and stuff. Whatever. Um, but uh, we have a room of games. And we had a room of games that was like very cluttered, disorganized. And mm-hmm. I have a box of 
of the Game Boy Color games at my desk now from yeah. that because we've been playing with them and just doing stuff with them. But uh, there's stuff like that. You'll just find it, like uh, there's a two-handled bag of Game Boy Advance games that like is barely liftable. Mm-hmm. It's so big. There's like hundreds of games in it. And uh, so we have that. But right now it's been moved out of the building into a next door storage unit. Yeah. Yep. And so we don't have access. And the way it was moved, it was disorganized in a way which I was very, you know, cognizant of being problematic at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now it's over there. So we do have a, a library that goes back to we maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, we still have know. a library here in our demo room. Now. Yes. And then we have, well, we have uh, those, those clear Kate's crates of like N64 games. And we and have like those are all those old, store. those old yeah, CD right, binders. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, the old right. CD yeah. binders. We have those several of those filled yeah. of the Dreamcast discs and, and yeah. PC discs, the, yeah. PC game discs. You're right about the Nintendo 64 games. That does jog my memory. So we have those and a bunch of those are prototypes and they're like tall gray yeah. cartridges yeah. with handwriting on them. Mm-hmm. We, cool. they, I found a whole box of like Game Boy prototype. Like they all were yes. the same case and they're, they're all just like clear yeah. uh, casing and it's like those are just the Game Boy Color games on my desk there's switches on them you yeah. do all this weird stuff that's for them. Game Boy Advance that's really cool yeah and then uh, what Tina was saying is that we have moved some back in into an organized place that's going to be more of like a walk-in like l- library mainly for like looks because the other library is just like where everything is but mm-hmm. when we, we uh, also have a staff library where we check out games and it's just right in our common area and I uh, manage it with uh, Dan Stapleton our reviews editor and we get hard copies of games we write big mark on there don't take it like old radio stations used to do records <laughs> and then uh, we have a checkout system so like any of the games that we want people to play for game of year we try to keep stocked in there yeah who's the one is it you or dan that that make what it used to just say ign and now it's like somebody mm-hmm. makes them say the word uh, ign like it's like a little bubble is? it's probably dan <laughs> No, it's, no. it's you. <laughs> Dan's a silly boy, so I didn't know. What? Sam is a silly boy. Yeah. I, oh. guess, I guess I'm the silly boy only in your brains. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's so, uh, so serious. Yeah, oh, the, so serious. The the truth is, uh, our review copies are more often than not uh, uh, download codes today. But yeah, we did yeah. used to get physical review copies. And what's interesting about that is that uh, very often, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> mine's fine. <laughs> Mine's fine. <laughs> I talk into you the microphone. You should probably watch the video episode of this episode this week. I talk into just, the just so you know. microphone like a podcasting professional. <laughs> someone's the host here and someone's not. We used to get, we used to get non-final uh, like game review codes that would be on discs. It'd be like on a blank disc that was just like, it's like it has a white label oh, yeah. and it'll say like, Beautiful Joe, yep. GameCube, IGN Review. Mm-hmm. And those are different versions. Those are like early builds of games. So those yeah. are, you know, worth preserving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But they're all gone, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> they're in a storage box. All right, so let's move on. If anybody could name this tune, I would be super impressed. Actraiser 2. It's the same time period. This is the demo on Super Scope 6. Cool. The Super Nintendo, like, bazooka gun. It's just terrible. Yeah. This is terrible music. Why is the trigger on the top? Is it? Mix it? The Super Scope? Is it? Yeah, yeah the button's on the top. I've never used it. Have that. you ever used a bazooka? I... <laughs> I can't say that I have. Tina? No. Do they still use bazookas is my question. Yeah. Is that still that in use in the military? RPGs are like the thing you play in games now right. usually yeah. instead of that I don't bazooka. know about bazookas. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, probably depressing answer is that they're somewhere that some people are using because they don't have access to more modern weaponry. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the case. Yes. I'm making but, this up. But the spin that's positive on that is that they get to use bazookas. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you don't see Uzis in the movies too much anymore. <laughs> Those look so dangerous. They're like light and they shoot so yeah. fast. It's like they're just going to yeah. spin in your hand and kill every everybody. Every 80s action movie has an Uzi in it. But yeah. There's an Uzi somewhere yeah. alongside a bazooka. So. Uh, this is Phil Williams. Says the recent discussions about music and games <clears throat> has me reminiscing about the original Xbox and its ability to rip music to the hard drive. Mm-hmm. I remember standing in line overnight to get one, but only having enough money for the console. No games for a month. I spent my time ripping dozens of CDs to the hard drive, creating several custom playlists, and of course, wore out the demo disc from the official Xbox magazine. <clears throat> Eventually, though, I was jamming out to my custom track list and Tony Hawk, Project Gotham Racing, among others. My point is you had the ability to listen to your own media while also having access to the in-game sound effects, etc. My question is, why did this feature go away? And did any of the Scoop crew do this? Well, Phil, no one buys and uses CDs anymore, so that's one reason. I right. can't believe, I didn't know that the Xbox could do that. I never used yeah. my Xbox. It seems like Xbox there's some licensing issues that. that they just skirted yeah. right around. That. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't yeah. know they could do that. I, yeah. I, I, my first experience with games and playing music was that my, I, the first CD player I ever had was a Sega CD. And it could, you know, play games, but it could also just add a music player. Yeah. So I could mm-hmm. start buying CDs and I had these like little like speakers hooked up to it in my bedroom. It's like the yeah. first time I ever had like music of any nature that I could listen to by myself. Yeah. I remember great. doing that on the PlayStation. There was a little music player in there with nice. an interface. I remember doing that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine the main reason is that physical media has gone away for music. And, sh- mm-hmm. and like, there's like, I didn't want to say the names of them because uh, I, I hate them. Music streaming services are all over those consoles. So that's true. Yeah, you can use their Spotify on PlayStation Four. Ah, damn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never used that ability. I had used, as far as media stuff goes, I used to use. Um, what do they call it? Netflix something watch, party watch, something like that on Xbox 360. Yeah. That's still um, a thing? That era. That still no, a thing? no, they got rid it. of that. I loved it where you could watch simultaneously with someone else. Yeah. Um, that was and nice. chat with them while you watch it. That's really good. Um, you, yeah, you had your headset so you can chat that way. Yeah. And then also you could, there was a zoomed out view where it showed mm. the audience and you two were in the audience. Oh, so it was your Xbox oh. avatars. That's so funny. And then you can make little emotes right. and stuff. Yeah. Very mystery science theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox avatars were made by Rare, and that's what ruined Rare. What? Okay, that's not what we're talking about. But okay, <laughs> just just wanted to throw that out. There. That's my conspiracy theory. Okay. I, I feel like Death Stranding had this like weird missed opportunity where the game. We're not talking so- about that either. Why don't we? Why does he get to talk about Death Stranding? I because talk- this is relevant. The game has so much music that you can listen to. <laughs> You can put it on the towers and you can listen to it in your safe room, but it's yeah. like while you're making deliveries, it'd be so cool to be able to just like listen yeah. to all the music in the game. When yeah, we were talking about this, it was the first game I've like, I, cause I had to sit so darn close to the screen because the text is so little. I was mm-hmm. like, my turntable's under my TV. So I was like, just listening to records while playing Death Stranding. Cool. <laughs> Made so much sense for that game. Oh, you can listen to Low Roar on Spotify. Yes, you can. You get Low Roar <laughs> on vinyl as well. Um, I listened to some podcasts while uh, playing Death Stranding too. Oh, yeah? mm. I didn't feel bad. No regrets. <laughs> There's a lot of silent moments. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> that brings us to video game 20 questions. Yeah. Where are you? Uh, our suggestion this week comes from Eric Manley. We have to figure out why the music is so low in our headsets now. Um, and he also has a note to go along with his suggestion this week. Eric says, first of all, thanks for making my 45-minute drive to work much more enjoyable each day listening to your podcast. Personally, my favorite parts are when you guys reminisce about growing up with games and such. I'm 43 years old, and my first system was a ColecoVision. To this day, I personally have never met another person that ever owned one. My, I have one. I, you own one? Yeah. yeah. I, there it's was made like, by Connecticut Leather Company, ColecoVision. <laughs> Who made? 
Cabbage Patch Kids. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> a kid down the street from me had a ColecoVision. I didn't know, ma'am. They had a good Donkey Kong for Coleco. Eric says, anywho, yeah, they did have a good port of Donkey Kong. Uh, after playing for many years, I found that I seem to enjoy 2D side-scrollers more and more these days. I think a big mm. part of it has to do with my time as I'm married and I have three girls. So it's nice to be able to just jump into a game, play quickly without much story to get in the way. My current favorite 2D game is Axiom Verge. I love the pixel art. Really brings me back to my childhood days. Anywho, thanks for all the great shows. I'm currently working my way through every episode. I'm currently on episode 482 mm. as i said at the top of the show this is episode 555 huh. so it's gonna be a while until eric manley hears his video game <laughs> 20 questions suggestion when was that episode i don't know it was it was 100 uh, or 80 some it was 111 so like episodes ago plus no 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 no, no. what 555 it's not more than 100 episodes ago because that would be lower than 455 yeah, i was just gonna do the math but now i'm Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go into my mind palace for this one. <laughs> anyway, it's it's gonna be many hours until Eric hears his uh, video no. game twenty questions suggestion read. But we're gonna do it right now. So well, you can put it back in that other episode. We'll just edit it. That's true. Okay. So if everyone sees episode four hundred eighty-three re-uploaded for some reason, yeah, that's, that's, why. Why. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Let the questioning begin. Samuel, I don't even I <laughs> start this. I always um, wait for the kickoff of was this before January first, nineteen ninety? No. Is that your question? Yeah, sure. No. Um, Narrow down the time frame. Is this game part of a series? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. Is it from after 2000? Yes. Ooh, somebody wrote in a suggestion for a question asking why we never ask it. So I'm going to ask oh, it now. No. Oh, no. I know which one it is. <laughs> Damon's not going to know. Is, it, is, this, <laughs> is this game rated M for mature? No. Oh, damn, he knew. Well. Do you know what it's rated? <laughs> Whatever. That's not a question. Uh. I would be surprised if it were. Let's say that. You're welcome. We were You're welcome, like, Twitter person. You got us nowhere. We were like worried that like T versus M is like yeah, hard to figure who out. Who knows that off the yeah, top of their head? I guess that's true. There's, it, it, there's highly unlikely that this is rated Does M. Does it have comic okay. mischief is the way you determine that. That's an actually a term. Yeah. Um, uh, is the series still going on? Yes. That's five. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you hmm. can't do it at the same time as me. <laughs> Says who? No, it's fine. Um, is I'll this, allow it. Thanks, Damon. <laughs> I guess that's the tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> is this on the uh, current gen? Yes. Wow. We're going to get this. Wow. <laughs> We're going to get this. So it's after 2000. That's still so many <laughs> years. Mark, that's a good point. No, I'm just saying like that's, so, that's still 19 years. Mark, did you just hear the question Wait, I asked? The, you, this one in particular that he's thinking of is this current gen, right? Yes. Not that. Mm, okay. It's on the current okay. gen yeah. of systems. Which is okay. after 2000, Mark, to be fair. are we on the same page? Yeah. You know when everybody asks if Sam's mean to me? <laughs> he's doing it right now. You're doing it. Okay. Is there multiplayer in this game? Yes. But no comic mischief. Um... Does this game, uh, does, I was, I was going to say, does this game, game come out every year? I'm thinking Call of Duty. If, if you want to ask the 2D question, I'm prepared to answer. <laughs> oh my God. Is this game, can you play as well, a woman no. in this game? Uh, it is unclear. Mm. You don't see robots it. Your, animals? Your, robots are animals you play as? I oh. believe your sex and gender are unclear in this game. Huh. But I counted that question. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I counted the question. <laughs> I rest my case. So it's like so you're wearing you're wearing like um some kind of or you're an animal or a robot. It's like Steam World. I bet it's probably Steam World Dick too. 
Was it on current gen? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. See, yeah. why? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. what was? What were you going into right before I really cut you off? You oh had a no, good line I, no, I wasn't. Because I was gonna say, does this come out of your for? Because Call of Duty came to mind mm-hmm. immediately. Oh, like our annual series? Yeah. Is this a two D game? You only move in 2D, but the game is rendered in 3D. Well done. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's great. But you okay, only move so in 2D. You, it's it's rendered in 3D, but you move in 2D. And you can't tell what your character is. Well, is, is it a side scroller? No, you can tell what your character well, you just can't tell what gender they are. Mm. I wonder if it's a top down or side scroller. So. It's it you yeah you move you move from side to side left to right okay. that's ten is this on a Nintendo platform the, no I don't know um so it's like a three D E like do you play as an uh, animal in this game you can but not it's not that's not the way you play mostly uh, I was thinking like so Ori. you can like turn into an animal oh I see yeah I was thinking of Ori as well that but. is three yeah, that what is rendered you, in 3D. Mm-hmm. What would be a game and where you can And it is a series, and it is this generation. It must be a game where you can, like, inhabit or turn into things. Can you transform yeah. in this game? Mm, no. Then it means you have a companion you no. can swap off with? Yeah, maybe you that. play yeah. as your little companion. Is it Raymond? <laughs> I, I don't think there's any Raymond on this content. Con- no, yeah, I'm joking. This, well, I mean, it could I don't be. Think, I don't think It'd be a weird is. choice. Yeah. Because it's not associated with this generation. Anyway, multiplayer, side-scrolling, you have a companion. Multiplayer, you have a companion? What's the multiplayer situation? I asked if it's, there's multiplayer. There is multiplayer. And there is multiplayer. Is this an indie game? No. What? What is this game? What a weird idea to be a, a 2D. Is, or a should 3D I ask if it's exclusive? Platform exclusive? Yeah, sure. Well, wait. So he said he, it it's wasn't on Nintendo. on Nintendo. So all you got to ask is, was it on one console? It could be yeah. PC, though. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I like the exclusive question. Is it a console exclusive? No. So it, that's fifteen. So. Or is it exclusive to a console? I should have asked. No, that, I think that's good because a console wise. exclusive means that it's on. It's just not on Switch. It's yeah. on. If you can yes. name what game this is from, I'll, I'll give you an extra I question. I know this music. I'll give you an extra question. You have to guess this game in three three guesses. I'll take a question away. Legendary. Mm, no. Uh, but. Metal Gear. <laughs> Not Metal Gear. Uh, I know That should be music. a big hit. <laughs> if you Is don't it have it, Ninja though. Ninja Gaiden? Nope. One more guess. It's clearly a game Damon likes. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't have a Jackal? Not Jackal. It's Bad Dudes. Oh, man. <laughs> a game Damon likes, but a game Sam doesn't like. Mm. Well, I just didn't Sad think dudes. the president needed saving. <laughs> Okay. Sad dudes. That's <laughs> such a good game name. Sad dudes. <laughs> well, Dan like, made a little frowny face because you don't like the game. <laughs> Five questions left. Four questions and oh, a guess. Oh, boy. Dude. I, the animal thing should be the giveaway for us. Yeah, I just no, don't understand it's like, it. No, it shouldn't. Like, okay. But that's tripping me up like so said, much. That's, that's not really. You can play as an animal, but that's like a. It's like but, a. It's like a bonus. Sorry. So the fact that you can't see who your character is is, is like really weird. <clears throat> well, I didn't really yeah. say that. that. You can't see what. No, gender you just you don't are. know what. Yeah. So it's like, oh. So you're clearly not a person. Like that's something. the that's the case in Undertale. Oh, really? Like it's kind of an androgynous character. Mm-hmm. Undertale. Also, you don't just move left to right, do you? No, you can use. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of three D. 
Yeah, it's kind of, but it's, well, it's not made with 3D things, I don't think. Someone asked a question. <laughs> um, is this game... Uh, also not an indie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, was this game uh, made in America? No. So I'm thinking it's like a weird Japanese game that, uh-huh. you know, was this game well-received? Yeah. Soft, yes. Soft, oh, yes. Yeah, seven. It's like... Fans of the genre like it. And <laughs> mm. I'm in a loss. What genre would that be? Um, I don't know. You you go side to side, so platforming or yeah. Is this uh, a platformer? Be like a well, we got to figure out what you uh, do with this yes, game. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no. Puzzle platformer? Is there anything like that that's out right now? Or an RPG platformer? Mm. I wish there was a way to like. Make notes of what each question was so I could like revisit everything right. at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. um, platform of sorts that you move in 2D, rendered in 3D. I can't tell sex and gender of your character. Can't play as an animal, but that's a, like a little extra bonus thing. Not an indie game, not made in the US. Part of a series multiplayer. Not on Nintendo. This generation. Is any of this indicate that it could be like, you know, what are the what are the Xbox exclusives from like the past years? It's going to be a PlayStation or That's Xbox, it. not exclusive, but um, like things they had at their conference that was like, you know, kind of like a smaller game. But it wouldn't be like my friend Pedro or something like that. That uh, that wasn't at a conference. It wasn't. Wasn't it? Wasn't it not? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> but it's not an exclusive anyway. No, that, that's true. I'm just wondering if it was like a, you know, like published by a big company, but it's a smaller type of game, you know? It's like a 2D side scrolling game. Like, that's not like a normal 3D, like, giant mm-hmm. game. You know, that's what's interesting. I mean, it could be <clears> Ubisoft. <throat> it could be Japanese. I don't know. I don't know where to go. Do you, uh, do you kill things with swords in this game? You do not kill things <laughs> with swords in this game. Oh, that no. brings us to the final guest. Oh, boy. Hold on, hold on. Let me, I need to take a drink of water from my water bottle. Mm, Ubisoft. Mm, so, mm. <laughs> ah, that hits the spot. What's a Ubisoft yeah. Okay, I'll just set game. my water bottle. Yeah, I was down. thinking. Well, I'm glad we came about yeah, right for Ubisoft. Wait, so, is it, what, what do you play oh, as uh, uh, in Child, Child of Light? Light was the thing I was going to say. <gasps> what do you What do you yeah. play as? I don't a little remember. girl, right? Yeah. So, like, like for sure, right? Couldn't be that, or could it? No, I don't know. Or is you it? You do play as a girl in that game. I don't know. Rayman is on Nintendo. Oh, yeah. The only Rayman game I've played this year is, or, you know. Is Eric Manley going to be able to at you? Uh, We're going to be really upset by the answer of this, aren't we? Wait, hold on. So if if it's Ubisoft. The only thing I can think of is Shadow of Light. They made the hot game, they made the snowboarding game. And they made, but this is side-scrolling kind of platforming. Star Trek. Game. Wait, also, didn't he say it was part of a series? Werewolf. They played. Yes, Werewolf. part of a series. They made Werewolf multiplayer. I'm trying to think of their weird little games. Oh, and multiplayer. But Child of Light is multiplayer, sort of. It is. You play as the beam, the like little thing. I don't know if that's counted right. as multiplayer co-op. Man, uh, Division Two. No, what? No. Yeah, and I don't think it's that small that you're thinking. I think it's a little bit more like a of the level of Rayman or Ori. Did they diminish any of their games into like a 2D game? Did they do like a 2D version of Assassin's Creed type stuff? I doubt it's a version. Well, and you know that those are a male because there is 2D Assassin's Creed, like Assassin's Creed China and stuff. So we just get Child of Light anyway. It's not Unravel though, because right, that's EA. Oh yeah, that's EA. But it's something like that. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, indie. Plus. And it's not like a little big planet because it's Sony. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah, the only it, thing I can think of is Child of Light. Yeah, yeah. But just say that then. Yeah. Is it Child of Light? It is not <laughs> Child of Light. No. Released in 2014, it is Trials oh. Fusion. Oh, no. Man. Trials Fusion. That's I, too bad. I didn't know because I love trials. I love Trials, man. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Trials of Light. Bad. Trials of Light. Trials of Light. <laughs> Why did we even That's say we Child of Light? It's not part of a series. Like, <laughs> dang it. We got nothing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Drawn a blank. Yeah, it's too bad. Move in 2D, rendered in 3D. And now yeah, the yeah, rule is yeah. it can't ever be Child of Light. So we eliminated that and it'll be easier <laughs> next time. <laughs> That's one less game you know it could be mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's good. Always look on the bright side. Yeah. Well, good suggestion, Eric Manley. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. All right. uh, that's a good one. Uh, all right. That is all Please the at me. scoops we have for you th- uh, this week. Next week is a short week for us, but we are still recording mm-hmm. uh, next week. And we may receive a visit from our old friend, Ricardo O'Skeleton. Mm-hmm. Please oh, yeah. be excited about turkey that. Turkey Skeleton. Yeah, Turkey Skeleton. I mean, if any of us, he's the one that really should be looking forward to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just, he there's just no meat pounds. on his <laughs> never been so much food before. He's never seen so much food before. There's <laughs> half as much food underground as this. <laughs> Uh, thank you, uh, Mark. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Tina. Remember, you thank can you. always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.